0: Hi, and welcome back to the final episode of Breaking Limiting Beliefs. Last week, we spoke about data for breaking limiting beliefs. Today, we're just going to jump into steps to breaking limiting beliefs. My name is Lisa Chuma-Aquinley, and I am your therapist. We've been on this four-week journey on limiting beliefs. What are limiting beliefs? How do we identify them? How do we use data to break them? And today, I want to take you through a step-by-step process on how you can break limiting beliefs. Okay? So let's dive in. Number one, want it. You've got to want it. Most times we do things only because we need them. And that's okay. It's okay to need something. So for example, you need money. You need money to pay your school fee. That's great. But you need to want more money than your school fee. You need to want money for fun. You need to want money for relaxation. You need to want money to learn a new hobby. I saw a tweet years back that challenged me is that some of the metrics for poverty that people don't check is lack of hobbies. And I was like, that's so true. That's so true. When you're coming from a place where you don't have financial sufficiency, it doesn't cross your mind to spend extra money learning swimming. You want to learn how to swim for what? Who is chasing you inside water? You want to learn how to skate? What is skating? The one time I mentioned that a child needed to learn how to skate and it was 80,000 hours. People were looking at me like I was mad. The first question I got is, is the child going to skate as a competition? I said no, the child was skating for fun. They could not wrap their head around spending eighty thousand era years ago just to learn how to skate for fun. It's like a, it's a bracket. They just put themselves inside and trap themselves. That's what limiting beliefs do to you. So don't just say, oh, I want a good marriage so I can get out of my trauma. Like I want a good man. Who will not traumatize me. You want to have a good man. Because good men are also just available. It doesn't have to have a profit attached to it. You don't have to only dress up because it's your birthday photo shoots. Just dress up because you can. Like just look good because you can. Don't have sex with your partner only because you want a child. You need a child. Have sex because you like being with your partner. Because I mean your partner is freaking hot. They are hot to you. Like just have sex for sex sake. Like, have money for money. Say, just have it. Want it. This is not an attempt to make you frivolous. But because the pressure to get stuff or have stuff or do things and be who we need to be is tied to needs, we are always under pressure. Have you ever needed money for something and you didn't have it? Do you remember how frustrating it was? Have you ever had a deadline to submit a project, submit an idea to your boss and you didn't have an idea on ground. As opposed to if you were just generating ideas all week long or all month long. Have you ever had a writing competition for people who are writers? Just seen a magazine or a writing competition and you're like, damn, I would have been able to do this. It's just 20,000 words. But you don't have any 20,000 word anything in your house. Because you've not been writing. You waited for a point of need. You can't keep waiting for point of needs. You need to want stuff. Just want that. Write because you can. Have sex because you can. Make money just because you can. It gives you less pressure. So um, I was reading the financial book once. And the man was saying, have savings. You don't need to want to use the money. Just have savings. Like just keep out a certain amount that you just save. And I realized Oh shoot, this was what happened to me that year. There was a particular year where I just saved ten thousand every month. It wasn't a big deal. I remember saving money and someone asked me what's the money for. And I said, I don't know. The money's just there. It was a nameless saving. I was just saving ten thousand every month. I saved for 10 months. The day the money came into my account, I realized, oh, I want to have a home studio. You know what? I'll just use this to get my soft boxes, my microphones, and a few other things. If I had saved that money with softbox in mind, promised you I would have been under so much pressure the months I felt I couldn't get the money. I would have been under so much pressure because I, was, I started thinking of all the options I could have spent the money on. And I started querying, do I need softbox? But it's not the need. What if. See, that's where many of us can get stuck for ourselves. That's where many of us can get into good relationships. Because when we were not dating, when we're in our single years of thriving, our thriving singles, yes when you were single and you were supposed to be having fun and just building friendships, you weren't building friendships. You waited until you needed a man. You waited until you needed a woman. And now you don't have anybody. So want it, don't just need it. Number two, verbalize it correctly. That's why we created the Creating Your Affirmations short course. Yes, I think it's a nano course. Even. It should be lesser than two or three hours. Very lesser. Lesser than three hours. So it's like listening to a whole podcast series. When we created that course, we wanted to teach people how to affirm correctly. Too many people affirm other people's affirmations. They copy other people's affirmations. Affirmations, you go on Instagram, for example, and you see, I don't give a fuck about this and I don't care about that. I can do things for myself. But, but that's a lie. You do care. If you really didn't care about what we had to say, you won't come on our timeline to tell us you didn't care. You do care. You really don't want to fuck that. You don't. You don't. If you really wanted to, you won't tell us. You just fuck it and move on. You won't. So the fact that you come on Twitter, come on Instagram to come and tell me that you don't care. Sweetheart, I don't have your time. I'm just going to move, scroll past your post like I didn't see it. And so a time comes where you need to be honest with yourself as an adult and tell yourself, oh, I want this thing and I'm not afraid and not ashamed to ask for it. Now, in your asking for it, verbalize it correctly. Don't say, I don't want to be poor. Just go straight for your wealth and say, I'm wealthy. There's a way to affirm. When you affirm, the rule of thumb is to put more in the question. So when you say, I don't want to be poor, it's like, I want more poverty. That's how it sounds. Because when you're speaking in the negative, your brain doesn't necessarily be righted for you. It doesn't necessarily um, pick on what you're saying directly. So it's easier for you to just make the correct sentence. So you don't have to keep trying to dissect don't and the real thing. Okay. So just choose the version you want. I'm wealthy. I get into a love-filled relationship. Um, My partner likes me. My partner is sexy to me. My kids are amazing. My finances is this. Whatever your affirmation wants to be, okay? Number three, keep data about it in front of you. I spoke extensively about data. The version of life you want, keep data of it in front of you. This is why people have physical vision boards. I keep my vision boards digital because I need to be able to move around with them. I have vision boards for business. I have vision boards for relationship. I have vision boards for my music. I have vision boards for my art. I have vision boards. When I said want it, don't just need it. Let me quickly go back for those of us who are business owners. Your business will scale better if you just wanted to build it. Instead of needing to prove a point to people that you can make it work. And it will hold that same principle will hold with your relationship. You will have better relationships in your life if you actually just want good relationships instead of needing relationships to prove to people that you are better than they think you are. Okay? So keep data about what you want in front of you. Keep a vision board, a physical vision board, a diagram, an artwork, a picture, keep it a picture, keep it on your phone, keep it in your room, keep it on your bedroom walls, write it out, whatever it is well make sure data is constantly in front of you. If it's a song, there's a project I have to do this year, a major project I'm supposed to work on. And I knew I needed that project to be more than pictures. Pictures are not enough. I needed the project to be a song. I needed something I could sing and hum along with, something that I could sing in the middle of the day that didn't require me to look at something, something I could wire into my diction. So I went online and I searched for it. And interestingly, I found this song that represented a vision board. So what I did was download it and keep it on replay. Every time I got scared of the idea, I kept the song on replay. So those of you who can write songs, write songs about your future love life. Write articles about it, write stories about it, build scenarios about it. Keep the picture, keep the data in front of you. Those of you who like kids, who want kids, volunteer at a platform that have kids. Take care of kids, nurture them, get familiar with them. Those of you who are terrified of kids and you want kids when you do get married, get around kids now. Keep the data in front of you, okay? Um, That takes us to finding out what is required, I told one of my mentees, okay, not one of my mentees. I tell a lot of my mentees, but one of them took it to heart. I told them, I said, regardless of how expensive what you need is, always find out how much it costs. Sometimes it is way cheaper than you imagine. Other times it's way more expensive, but now you know the exact amount. So I always tell my people, I say, if you give me, what, what was the figure I gave them last time? If you give me 70 million right now, 70 million right now, I don't think it's going to spend a week in my account. No, it is not going to spend a week. It's not, I don't think. Okay, actually make that 90 naira. And I know someone just asked, what are you going to do in 90 million? You see all the courses I'm going to take? Not only do I know the schools, I have emailed them at least twice. I have their emails in my inbox. The projects I'm going to engage on, I already know the media companies I'm going to reach out to. The venues I'm going to use, I already checked them out. I have an idea how much the bills are. I have invoices for some of the bills. I know precisely who I would invite if I had a certain amount and could reach a certain manager. I know who I would use. If I'm to host an event in a stadium, I have an idea some of the people I'll be inviting. It's a consciousness. It's a growth consciousness of the people, skills, and location required. You need to know what is required per time. If you need to get pregnant, for example, what is required? How optimum do your hormones need to be? What does your stress level need to read? Who would you need? Who would help you? Who would support you if you were to give birth? Who are the people you need for your dream? Who are the people you need for your vision? So I was saying one of my mentees took it seriously. She was supposed to learn Mandarin and she figured all the other courses were paid for. Why wouldn't they charge for Mandarin? But then the rule of thumb is go find out how much. So she went to make inquiry. Turns out Mandarin was fully funded. Every course was paid for she could have assumed Mandarin was paid for. As a matter of fact, Mandarin was not on the list when she saw the list, but she said she would go find out. Mandarin was not on the list because Mandarin was fully paid for and there was no need adding it to the list of paid courses. Now, not only is Mandarin paid for, Mandarin internship was free. There's a fully funded scholarship for Mandarin. You can imagine what would have happened if she sat down and assumed That it was expensive and she would not be able to afford it. Therefore, learning Mandarin was out of the picture for that year. This takes me to point number four, five. Connect. Connect to environments that break your limiting beliefs. Connect to environments that have the future you want. Environments... I mentioned during um, Messiah Complex, when I was teaching Messiah Complex, I said there are three kinds of environments. Physical environment where you are right now. Internal environment, yourself, how you feel internally. And emotional environments, the people you go to who might not necessarily be physical, but they connect to your emotions, okay? So connect to environments physically, internally, and emotionally that have what you want. If you want to get healthy, for example... Make friends with people who love the gym. Make friends with people who eat healthy. People who say let's hang out for the night and then they're going to finish your destiny with unhealthy food. Knowing fully well that you can easily get obese. Be friends with people who like healthy food. Be friends with people who exercise. Be friends with people who work out. Go join a run club. Do stuff. Connect with things that energize you. You want to get in a good relationship when you're constantly talking and arguing and being friends with people who are always nasty, people who cheat on their partners, people who disrespect their partners. You're not going to get past them. You won't get past the environment you're in. I know this has helped you. So if you have any questions whatsoever, just go to www.lizarexpress.com and ask us your questions anonymously. We'll be more than excited to answer you on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram at Lizarexpress.com. Do have fun. Until next week, Monday, we'll begin the new series. Bye.